I'm content creator, Corey Walmsley. I empower women entrepreneurs by sharing book writing and publishing solutions on my show, Page Turner's Studio with Corey. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Page Turner's Studio with Corey. I am super excited to talk with our guests today. We're going to be talking with Holly McElwain about how to be a great storyteller. So really excited about that. But first, I wanted to share something very exciting with you. Everything's exciting over here. Um, my new book, The Treasures We Seek, is out. So it is available for everybody to check out. Um, it's I love it. <laughs> um, I've had a lot of really great feedback about it so far. Make sure you go to the link in the comments so you can get a copy of it. It's about a woman who is discovering things about herself that help her learn to kind of trust and uh, uh, be ready to move on with her life after a really rough breakup. And it takes place in Italy where they get to do an archaeological dig and uh, dig up lots of fun treasures, among other things. So I hope you check it out and enjoy it. So I'm going to move ahead here and we will bring our guest up. Um, this is Holly, McEl Holly McElwain. She is a nonprofit leader and an absolutely amazing person and an author. Welcome, Holly. Oh, I'm not able to hear you. One sec. There we go. I think I had you muted. <laughs> You know what? My husband wishes that could happen in life. It doesn't. Um, thanks for having me. I'm really glad to be here. Yeah, it's so exciting to have you on. Um, so Holly McElwain is the founder and chief cheerleader of the Brave Women Project. She's the author of For She Who Leads, a contributing author to 21 and co-creator of For She Who Grieves. Yes. Let's <laughs> talk about that book. Yeah. Awesome. Well, thanks. Thank you for your help. You know, this book was um, really the work of um, a lot of women opening up their hearts and trusting um, a community where we encourage women to take one brave step every day. And it was through the stories of the women as they were experiencing grief and life afterwards and life through it and life with it that um, Amy, my co-creator and I, um, we clung to that anchor and we said, okay, if, if we're going to be able to, to work through this and support each other, I bet there's other people who will benefit from the story. And so, um, you know, it was just an absolute pleasure to write. And one of the most important things I've ever been part of. Yeah. I, I felt like with this book, it was almost like, um, it wasn't traumatizing at all. It's not like you're describing all these things that make people grieve. This episode is brought to you by FX's The Veil, starring Elizabeth Moss. FX's The Veil is an international spy thriller that follows two women as they play a deadly game of truth and lies on the road from Istanbul to Paris and London. One woman has a secret, and the other has a mission to reveal it before thousands of lives are lost. FX's The Veil, now streaming, only on Hulu. And I think that was one of the things I greatly appreciated about it was it was so gentle. It was like sitting down with your best friend and being like, here are all these things that are happening to me and having her validate that and having her say, it's okay to feel these things. And here's what I feel too. Thank you so much for pointing that out. That was one of the critical elements. You know, I, I, I remember sharing this idea with you originally because mm -hmm. your publishing house was the one who actually made this come together for us. And I remember sharing it with you and saying, I just, I really don't want to traumatize people who have already experienced something 
that has prompted this experience of grief. I don't want to traumatize them. I want to focus on what's next. And that's why when you look at the book, the first thing you notice is usually practical wisdom for living hope. And that's really what we wanted to offer to every reader. And um, it's almost one year from the date that we released the book. Mm -hmm. And I continue to see people who have picked up the book or been given the book or sent the book in difficult times and hearing what their experience has been. It has been, it's been sitting with a friend. It's been having a cup of coffee. It's been going for a walk. That's what the book feels like to people because we do offer these practical opportunities to live hope, to practice hope, to be in a space where hope is possible. Yeah. I love that. Um, And you said that it's, so you can, you know, live in hope. It's not so you can like get over your grieving and like move on. Yeah. Yeah. And we, we don't actually, we don't actually get over grief and that's the the biggest misconception. And one of the pressures that I experienced uh, in, in the early moments that prompted the book in the first place, I remember lying in bed um, suffering uh, compounded grief, grief after grief after grief that I, I had no control over. Yeah. And I remember doing the only thing that I knew how to do besides like lay around and eat cake. Mm-hmm. Um, I got up my phone and I started just typing out these words for she who grieves. Yeah. And I, I started outlining this book based on the movements of my heart. And I thought this is a more natural expression of this grief than studying the stages of grief and trying to, to set a goal to get to each one in a certain period of time, because I'm a goal person. I want to work hard. I want to create things. Yeah. I want to move myself around. We cannot move ourselves through grief. We yeah. move with grief. And that's the image on the, on the cover is so profoundly beautiful. We had no idea how much that was actually going to affect us, but the fact that grief comes in like waves yeah. and it, it pulls parts of our grief back with it like sands off the seashore. And so what you end up with, if you've ever gone walking on the, on the shore early in the morning, you know, 5am, 6am, I get that experience with my kids. The, the shoreline looks different every morning. Yeah. Because of the way that the the waves touch the shoreline and impact it and change it. That is our grief every day. And to actually have practical wisdom for living hope to be anchored by something, but free to experience it. That is what Amy and I created. And I'm so proud of that work because we cared so much about the experience of the reader. Yeah. I love that. Thank you for sharing all of that. I I think it's really important to kind of get the behind the scenes on these books too. So thank you. So I wanted to share Holly's impactful page turner share. Telling a story connects the head and the heart. Uh, Telling a story that connects the head and the heart is key. I think I typed that wrong. (laughs) Being a storyteller and people and culture champion is my life's work. So tell me a little bit about this. Yes. Well, I've been um, a nonprofit leader for close to 20 years. Um, professionally and also just through my passions. Um, Creating the Brave Women Project is an example of that. We are a nonprofit. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply that specifically serves professional women. We, we started during the pandemic when women were dropping out of the workforce 
very rapidly because they were assuming the very right, very natural, very appropriate caregiver, yeah. home uh, holder downer uh, role, right? Just yeah. lack of all the words, I will say that. <laughs> um, I was in the midst of not only grief, but I was a, a people and culture champion for a university. And at the time that the pandemic struck, I had to put my personal struggles into a little box, put it on the shelf, and then worry about um, the people that I was responsible for professionally, the people I was responsible for personally. I looked around and the needs that I had were not getting met. So I created a space to get them met. I invited in all the women that I knew who could benefit from it. And we grew this organization to 100 people. Um, we currently touch about 175 people through our work. Um, and I, I think that it's important to recognize that, that people were moved by the story I told yeah. and by the stories they told to each other through these very special, very, um, very intentional relationships. Flip that professionally. Professionally, I work in industry. I'm in fintech, um, but I'm the head of people and culture for a, a company that uh, does something completely unrelated to what I what my passion is. My passion is people, though, and so I constantly tell stories to help the people that I lead professionally move with their heart, measure with their head, and together align their passions with their talents to do something important. And I literally, we just had orientation for new employees last week. And I helped our new employees understand that they are part of a work that is changing the world. Maybe they're in technology, maybe they're in sales, maybe they're in marketing. But when you put it all together and you look at what our actual work is, what the product we actually create and what, and what our place in the market really is, we're changing the world. Yeah. Now, you bring in a group of people who say, yes, I'm going to do a job. The pay is great. I'm going to be happy here but you connect them to a deeper part of the story, it changes everything about what they do and everything about their, their sense of satisfaction. I've been doing that for 20 years. Plus, mm -hmm. tell the story that gets the head and the heart to get on the same page. And the books that you can write together are just incredible. Yeah, I completely agree with that. I love that. I, and I love that you get to do that in every aspect of your life. It's amazing. It's alignment. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Um, so this is Holly's being a page turner tip. If you want your story to have shelf life and staying power, then the work doesn't end when the book comes to market. Boy, that's true. <laughs> it is yeah. so true. You know, it's not enough just to write a great book. By the way, this is a great book, especially around the holidays, especially when there is someone who suffers a tragedy or a loss and you're like, gosh, I don't want to send them flowers because flowers die. Just another loss to experience. Send them this book it has something in it that has staying power. But Amy and I knew that just getting the book to market was not enough. We cannot just put our book out there and expect people to know about it and see it and pick it up and want it. Yes. Amy and I constructed a, a full strategy down to the time that we released the book. We had a goal of releasing the book right before the holidays, right around Halloween, because yes. we wanted to make a splash and impact people so that they could be life-giving throughout some of the saddest, most isolating periods of time. Winter in Pittsburgh is long and dark. Yes, we wanted to provide something bright and hopeful to get people through it. So we had a social media strategy. We involved and engaged a phenomenal um, PR specialist who actually helped us gain the right visibility, who helped us frame it. The cover that you see, this was not the cover we imagined. This was the cover that a, a trained professional worked with us to develop because her number one priority was getting this book to be picked up off shelves. 
And I keep looking at this and I keep saying, well, this, this, you know, the, the experts really knew better than we did. And so creating a book that's going to give life and have staying power power is an investment in a partnership with other people who have these expertise in areas that we didn't have. So having our visibility specialist, having a great editor and a publishing house to work with, having um, a, a designer who was going to help us really see beyond what we thought we, was possible. And then putting together a social media strategy around it, it was transformational. It helped us to get to an Amazon bestseller. Um, it helped us get that status, but it continued a year later we're still getting write-ups. We're still getting interviews. We're still having conversations and meaningful conversations about this book. And um, one of the things that Amy and I are really proud of is we uh, did a, an author's event that um, we were invited to in, in a community. And um, we were the, the first table that people stopped at. And usually people didn't buy at the first table, but they talk with us for a little while. They'd hear the story. They were drawn in by the scene that we had set up, by the beach that we had prepared for everyone. And then they would come back and they'd get a copy of the book. We, we, I think we sold the most books at that event that we'd sold at a, a single event um, because we were committed to giving more. We were committed to giving hope to people. And, and so we had to be intentional about this book. We didn't want it to just have a short shelf life. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I love that you guys put all that effort in and that you continue to talk about the book. I, don't like it when people just put their books out and then it just disappears. It just gets swallowed up by the Amazon hole. Um, so wonderful work on your part. Thanks. So this is my turn the page with Corey tip. Focus on who needs to hear your message, not all those other people when you're writing. <laughs> Did you guys have any experience with this where you were thinking about like, oh, what is this person going to think and that person? Yeah, I mean, we we talk about really tender topics. Yeah. And so what we kept thinking about is how do we write this book in such a way that makes it something that is approachable for people who need to hear it without traumatizing them. Yeah. And and so we did a few things. One, we 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 researched a lot. We researched every single avenue that came up in this book. We At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it all while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. We wanted to make sure that the way that we approached it was rooted in, um, in verifiable sources and data, not only experiences. We, we wanted to validate these experiences with data. Uh, the second thing that we did is we uh, recognized that some of the people who shared their story with us needed to be protected. And so we anonymized some of it. We wrote the book specifically in a way that when you read it, you don't know who is speaking, Amy or myself. And we did that on purpose because we wanted different people to share their stories and for us to share their stories on their behalf without releasing their identity. Because we felt that being protected made it safe to share. Vulnerability is a beautiful thing, but we're the most vulnerable 
when we know that we can be brave and be safe. So we created a space of true psychological safety and physical safety because some of the topics are very tender. Um, the other thing that we did is we paused throughout the book. We kept thinking about the people reading it and what they might need. And so there are resources throughout the book for the various topics where we say, stop. If you are experiencing a, a tender moment here, here are a couple ways that you can have your, your needs met appropriately, whether it's through an emergency support, whether it's through counseling, whether it's through a professional in another area. And so throughout the book, there are pauses for that. And we also um, share the book with professionals in different areas because we wanted their feedback on what could we improve? Mm -hmm. Where could we have gotten better information or what might we be worried? What might we need to worry about in order to protect the reader down the road? So um, that was big. Also, the other feedback we got is you're writing a book about grief. That's so, that's so depressing. Mm -hmm. And as soon as as soon as people pick that up, the book up, they're like, wow, this is not what we expected. It really is practical wisdom for living hope. And that was the other thing. We, we just couldn't get bogged down by people thinking that we were writing a book about death. It's, yeah. we all have, we all experience little deaths throughout our lives. It's how we make new life out of them. And I'll just say my son yesterday was in the car. We were talking about the seasons and he said, well, seeds have to die before they can grow something new anyway. So you know, what are we worried about? And I just thought, well, this is so profound. <laughs> Something he's learning in school is working because I mean, it is through these, these little deaths that we experience that something new grows. And, and we felt so privileged to tell the story of all the new things that grew from those little deaths and big deaths. Yeah. That is so amazing. And I, I always love when the little ones are like, oh, hey, here's this big wisdom. Let me give that to you just right mm -hmm. here in the car. Yeah. You got me out at school. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. I'm like, yeah. keep going. <laughs> that is such a, a wonderful way for us to wrap up. I love that message. So, you know, I hope everybody out there is thinking about all the little things that you, you have to let go of them, but then also something beautiful comes from it. But thank you so much for being on with me today, Holly. Always a pleasure. Thank you for supporting us through writing this book and walking with us and helping guide us. Um, it was a, it was one of the, the most important things that Amy and I have done in our lives. And we're so grateful that we got to work with you on this and walk with you on this journey. Thank you. I'm really glad that you guys were able to create this book together. And I'm honored that we got to work with you on it because it is truly an amazing work. So thank you. All right. Well, thank you, Holly. I'm going to send you back to the green room and we are going to wrap up. Thanks. So I wanted to share one more tip with you before we go. Um, this is uh, one of my favorite things, of course. If you are leaving your house, make sure you have a copy of your book with you. Always have a copy in your purse, have a copy in your car. You never know when you're going to strike up a conversation with someone and you need to sell your book. And of course, if you are interested in my new book, The Treasures We Seek, be sure you go to the link at the comment. Um, it's available on Amazon, on Barnes and Noble, all over the place online. So make sure you grab a copy of that. And if you like it, I would love to have a review. And finally, um, join us next week for another episode of Page Turner Studio with Corey. We're on at 7 Pacific, 9 Central, 10 Eastern, if you're like me. And I will be featuring another amazing guest where we get to talk about books and business. So thanks for joining me today.
can learn more about my services and products at auroracorealispublishing.com. Make sure to join me every week on the SWE Media Network YouTube channel and wherever you listen to podcasts. Hey there, fabulous souls. I'm Stephanie Baklaan. And I'm Eden Alpert. And we're the hosts of the brand new podcast, Unapologetically Fab. Get ready to join us on an amazing and real journey as we dive into life after 40 and own it. We're all about changing the narrative, leaning into who you are, and living a life by your own design. Join us as we embrace life unapologetically and redefine success. This is Unapologetically Fab. An electric cast production. See you there. Electric acid. Are you passionate about saving the planet for future generations? Do you want to learn how to do it? If yes, then you need to tune in to the Nature Back podcast. It's a talk show covering the changing world around us. From renewable energy, sustainable agriculture, circular economy, to ESG and social innovation. Don't miss this opportunity to discover how you can join the movement and make a difference. Subscribe to the Nature Back podcast today on your favorite platform and get ready to be amazed.